This is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Spiritual Immersion, Taking the Plunge. And the intention of these podcasts is to support and empower you through aspects of the process of integration with yourself, self-discovery of all those parts that you are that you have maybe negated, or you say, no, that's not me, I don't do that, or um, I don't know what you're talking about. All these parts of ourselves that are misunderstood or ignored or distracted, uh, we distract ourselves from, or we just don't even know exists. And this is so much a part of an element of the, the, the process of self-discovery. And we don't even know how, what the degree is to which we can integrate and know ourselves fully. We can say, I am um, 100% potentiality. I can say I'm 100% responsible for my life. I can say all kinds of things that I'm the divine in, in human, um, human body, but I don't actually know what that means if I don't start actually looking at myself and say, who am I? And why am I doing this? Why, why am I making these choices? Um, why am I suffering? Why do I keep making choices that make me suffer? Why do I keep thinking thoughts that make me suffer? That's such a, you know, Buddha talked about this a lot, uh, but I didn't get it so much until recently where it's like, wow, those thoughts I'm thinking about other people is really making me suffer more than anything else. And I want to stop that suffering. The intention of this particular podcast today is to talk about the the thought that I'm alone in this process. I'm nobody, <laughs> if we look around us, it doesn't look like anyone's doing this level of spiritual immersion work. They, it doesn't look like, it looks like we're alone in this, uh, even though millions of books have been sold and are continue, continually being sold. Millions of podcasts are being made about spiritual um, uh, emergence or immersion or spiritual conversations. You know, millions of, of, of YouTube videos with uh, spiritual teachers. So much information is out there, and yet we feel like we are alone in this process. And to some degree, we are. Because this is about the information that's being given to us through books or videos, podcasts, and, um, and teachers or coaches and therapists. But it's only you with you that you begin to integrate that information. It's you saying, is this true for me? Is this who I am? And how do I face myself if this is what's true about me? Um, we, don't, we don't know how to be in relationship with ourselves to the degree where we're um, loving and accepting and open to exploring what it's like to be inside. So for instance, um, over the last month, I may have mentioned this to you already, um, you know, I've been in, I've been doing things and sometimes I'm starting to do something like perhaps do this podcast and I get this surge of anger show up and, um, and I go, whoa, what's that? And I go, ah, and I just sort of ignore it. And then something else I do, the the surge, the anger surges again. It's like, wow, that's really interesting. And I begin to see a pattern of how that anger and when that anger begins to surface. And then I begin to say, well, that anger is surfacing when I'm about to do something of generosity. I'm doing something where I'm not expecting anything in return. Interesting. 
So I'm getting angry even when I am choosing to do something that I want to do from the generosity of spirit. Hmm, that's interesting. So I begin to explore that with myself. Sometimes I'll use, I have a coach I work with, Elizabeth Savette. She's awesome. Um, and sometimes I'll work with uh, my the book that I work with, which is Oneness or The Course in Miracles or David Hawkins' work. Sometimes all kinds of things that I use to support my questioning. But that inquiry has to be with me, with me, about me and how I see the world, how I see my um, who I used to be, how I see my parents or my, my brothers and sisters or my children. It's how I see the world. And if it's creating, if, if how my interpretations are, is creating suffering to, one, to whatever degree, I want to look at that and go, wait, that's not, that's not helping and supporting and empowering me to be my fullest potentiality. That's an interference or, or, or a distraction. So my point here is to say, yes, there's all kinds of people who are doing spiritual work and doing the level of immersion work you might be doing. And sometimes it feels like you're all alone and like, what's the point? And I know for me, I sometimes interpret, well, I might be doing this uh, this work, but if nobody else is doing it, I'm going to even be more alone in the work world because I won't have anybody to interact with or have a conversation about or be a friend with. And the, 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 the fact of the matter is, is if you ask people, are you doing anything on a spiritual basis to support yourself? Probably 50% of the people are going to say, yeah, I am. I'm meditating or I'm writing or I'm journaling or I'm praying or whatever they're doing. So if you ask the question, people will, will most likely answer that question and you'll know who is doing this kind of work. I was thinking about um, boot camp, like when a, an individual goes into the army or the armed forces, the military, they are just this person and they think that they're their ego self. That's what we, that's an easy way of putting it, an ego self. And um, as they're put through boot camp, which is rigorous, 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 exhausting um, practices, they start to break down their thoughts of their limitations, their thoughts of their ego, their thoughts of they're all alone. And little by little, they kind of become mush. In a sense, they become depleted in their exhaustion of doing what they have to do for one particular reason. And each person in the boot camp and each person in that particular group is doing the same thing. And they have each other to say, yeah, I'm finding that myself. I'm, I'm discovering this for myself. I'm seeing this differently. I'm exploring this different. different. And, in, and so what happens is we begin to have a sense of unity that we're all going through this together. There's a kindredness, a kinship that occurs you know, and, and I last time I was talking about scouts, Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts. There's a kinship that that re, that gets developed through that doing it together. I think that's true for anybody who goes through school together. Is there's a kinship that quite often uh, happens. That's why we go to our alumni reunions over and over again. Is because we have a, a kinship with that, a kindredness with those people. If we don't have a kindredness, a kinship with people, we feel like we're all alone. And, um, and that makes it even more difficult to do this work. 
uh, in a sense that I don't, I have to do it in isolation and uh, solitude. A lot of this work for most people who are dedicated or really need to be in this work uh, for whatever reason, they um, need to have some form of uh, solitude or isolation so that they can really be present to themselves. We have not been trained, at least in this particular culture of the United States, to be by ourselves, especially with all the, the uh, technical equipment these days that can be so entertaining. And so the social media element of our life that gets so, um, we get enraptured with it. Uh, but if we don't have that that place of solitude, we can't figure out what we are thinking or feeling inside ourselves. We can't even feel because we're so um, connected to the social media elements of that. We might have bodily embodied experiences, but we don't attend to them very well. So much of this work has to be done in solitude. Um, meditation has to be done. It doesn't have to be done. It can be done in in groups, which is can be really, really fascinating and rewarding and a, a lovely experience. And also have to practice it on our own by ourselves because we are in this by ourselves with ourselves. So what's the intent? <laughs> what am I driving at here in this particular podcast? I am driving at the intention to notice when you feel that sense of isolation, I'm all alone, what's the point, I don't know how to do this, I can't find anything that's going to support me and through this process, you know, what I'm hearing and seeing on on YouTube isn't working for me. Those kinds of things where you know yourself to be you're, you're finding it difficult to, to be with yourself. That's a time to hire someone perhaps to, to be like, to be a coach for you through this process. That's one of the things that I offer is to support and empower people through this process. This process of being in, in service to and engaged in inquiry with yourself. Who am I? And why am I continuing to do patterns of thoughts or sensations or feelings that keep causing me suffering. Why am I doing that? And can I do it different? And we can see that people are doing it all over the world. It's it's happening all over the world at greater and greater degrees. We're all evolving consciously, spiritually, and at sometimes it just feels like we're all alone. And I want you to know that you will feel all alone and isolated, and at the same time, you're never alone. All right, that's pretty much it for now. Sending you blessings. Know that I'm with you. Uh, if you want to contact me, please email me at rosie at com, Or you can go to my website, theparadigmshifts.com and see some books and lots of blogs and videos and books, books, blogs and videos. And also uh, information about my coaching, training and other offerings that I offer to you. All right, big hugs, blessings, bye for now.